You are listening to Para Not Normal. Welcome to the underground lair under Skullface Records Studio, hidden away in the belly of the beast. First fucking episode of Para Not Normal. On this show, we'll be breaking down topics such as MK Ultra Mind Control programs, UFOs, ghosts, EVPs, Merkabas, underground bases, shapeshifting reptilians, Black Knight satellites. We'll be going over ancient civilizations such as the Sumerians and the Syrians. We'll be talking about the Anunnaki and the creation of the human being, the Nephilim, the giants, secret societies such as the Bulbarian Illuminati, the Bohemian Club, the Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones, Freemasons. We're going to be talking about Atlantis, Lemuria. We're going to be talking about the Trilateral Commission. We're going to be talking about the fucking Bilderberg Group. We're going to be talking about the Council of Foreign Relations if they don't send out Hitman and cut our dicks off. And let's not forget Bill Cooper. They can do it. They have methods and ways to make us believe damn near anything they want to. But I will tell you this. The only question is whether extraterrestrials are real or not. There is no question whatsoever about the craft. The craft are real. They've been seen by millions of people all over the world, credible people, military people, doctors, lawyers, bag ladies, elevator repairmen, people who work in grocery stores, heads of colleges, politicians, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, and many others. Now, Jimmy Carter said he saw a UFO before he was elected president. Now, if he's not credible, why did you elect If we can send a man to the gas chamber or the electric chair on the testimony of two witnesses in court, why won't you believe millions of people who are telling you that they have seen these craft lying in the air, that they're metal, that they are intelligently guided, that they are real, and that they've demonstrated technology beyond anything that we know of publicly anyway. I can tell you that we have this technology in the United States. It is being flown in an area called Area 51, Room Dry Lake, in the Nevada Test Range in the state of Nevada. I have seen it fly. Many other people have seen it fly. I have a photograph of it in my book. I also have a drawing given to me by one of the people who have been there and touched it and seen it. The drawing matches the craft in flight exactly. Phil Schneider. It's a place called Roswell, New Mexico. Unfortunately, that's what the public's been told. The military's known about the alien question for the better part of 70 years. And they first saw their glimpse of what was going on as early as 1909 in the American Southwest. Cavalry evidently were chasing some bandits and they entered this cave. They're holed up in a cave, and what they found in there was flying discs and, and little gray guys and all kinds of weird things. And they didn't know how to explain that, and they wrote them down as best they could. And it's been in secret archives ever since. There's something that's uh, down by the Truth of Consequences uh, area of New Mexico. is more than just a, what I call a non-visible threat. We on the surface, first of all, all information dealing with alien or alien reproduced technology or alien reproduced vehicles or any other kind of things, well written from the American public. Our black budget, for instance, garners $1.023 trillion every two years. It's over $500 billion a year. in the United States. There's 1,477 of them worldwide. Virgil Armstrong. Unless you can 
bring the people alternatives unless you can bring them the truth unless you can inject into all this harem scarum doom doom stuff a note of spirituality and hope i'll have nothing to do with it so i made my stand four years ago and distanced myself from it i'm the only one as far as i know throughout the world who talks about the spiritual aspects of the quality and indeed the bottom line is that ufos are spiritual in nature From 2004 to 2014, I researched all topics, read every book, went to all these lectures, listened to countless hours of Coast to Coast AM, trying to figure out how all these anomalies connected together, only to go down a rabbit hole that was endless. And we will eventually share a story from May 16th, 2000, that would change my life and my friend Steven's life forever. And it sent me on this voyage where I am right now talking to you. I'm gonna hit the ground running, the ground running, I'm gonna hit the ground running, the ground running, I'm gonna hit the ground running. Oh my load. to a segment called Ghost Stories Under a Skull-Facing Moon. Don't be coming by here, sluts. Don't drop your... This is, this is an announcement to people that come by and just throw their bitches in our yard. Um, can we do that elsewhere? Please, you Put know. Put a sign up there. No, please do not throw random human bitches out <laughs> in our yard. Say, Eric, I'll rise to the side. Throw random human bitches out in our yard. We can toss a... We're here with Paranot Normal, starring Ronnie Kenner and Nick Himes. Um, we got a special guest in the studio. We got Slim. Yo. What's going on, man? Man, I'm just chilling. You're our first guest. Yay. Our first guest is going to be a ghost story, I believe, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can ask him whatever you want to. Ask him, what, ask him, ask him the so, questions that count. So, what year is this? Uh, 2000, 2018 was the year that I had the encounter. Where was the location? Uh, the location was uh, 6357 U.S. Route 60 East, Barbersville. What, what year did you say? I got ADD. Uh, 2018 <laughs> was the year. That's what I thought. It was like last year. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the year before last. Yeah. Where's Where's I was, ba- can you do you know what's the where's Barbabeel at? Barbersville. Barbersville. You're hiding him. I can't see him back there. Barbersville, West Virginia is it is about ten miles outside of Huntington. Okay, because there's a Barbaville, Kentucky. Right. Barbaville. Sorry. Yep. But anyway, so. In 2009, um, matter of fact, this was 2019. Okay, so we've got to change the date, ladies. Let's change that date. Hold on, production. Let's change that date, 2019. Okay, so uh, 10 years before that. 2009. uh Uh-huh. That bar was called Cactus Joe's, and it made national news. Cactus Joe's. Here's what happened. There was a guy there that um, he his wife worked as a bartender there, uh-huh. and bartender. Um, right. Well, uh, she ended up finding another man and jumped into his arms, Ooh. and uh, was he found out about right. it. Good, she so, was getting fucked right. Right, getting dick down mm-hmm. in Barbersville. She was taking his cactus too. <laughs> well, uh, so this guy 
instantly started blaming the bar because oh, he thought he thought the bar Who was blames the reason it on the bar right yeah. he thought this bar was the reason that his relationship was going sour so this is so, all tied into a ghost story oh yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, absolutely shit. so here's what the dude did he come in and he put four pipe bombs uh, on, i thought this might uh, have to do with bomb yeah he put four pipe bombs uh, on each corner of the bar, mm-hmm. like one pipe bomb on how, each corner how, for bi- a total how big of four. Is, how, bi- how big is Cactus Joe? It, it's not very big. It's Is it, it bigger was, than the room we're in? Uh, not really. Is it like downtown? Like so about a, a thousand, thousand feet, thousand square building. foot building. I would say probably about 500, maybe 650. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Small place. So it's small place. I, yeah. I vaguely remember something about this. But, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. But, yeah, the dude had four bombs placed around the bar and one on himself. So he literally was the bomb. Right. Right, guys? Right. 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 Sorry. Guys. So, um, he comes in the bar. He's disguised he, because he wasn't allowed in the bar. So he's wearing a disguise. He's got a disguised beard on, and he's got uh, bibbed overalls. Like a big nose and glasses. Somebody be like, hey, I don't know you. Hey, what do you got that on for? Well, he's got a disguised beard on. And like jean bibbed overalls oh, and a red shirt. Shit. Oh shit! Definitely okay, got a pipe bomb in so he comes in the front door of the bar. I was there the night this happened. The fuck? Oh no and, way! Yeah, oh yeah, I was standing on the front porch when the bomb went off. Standing on the front porch, and like a blowtorch. That we were smoking because at that time so they had, saved your life. Right. Well, basically, yeah. Because here's what happened. Positive this dude story. comes to the bar. Yeah. He walks through the bar to make sure that she's there. Once he verifies she's there, he gets a cigarette out and lights it up. Now, keep in mind, he's got this disguise beard on. Uh So when he lights up the cigarette, a piece of the cherry falls off and falls into his disguise beard. Uh Oh, fuck. And he starts feeling the heat. So he takes and starts hitting his fucking chest like this. Shit. And he built it up friction. That's God. Right and when there. he built up friction, that bomb <laughs> that was on him yeah. exploded. Holy shit. Right out back of the bar. He was outside of the bar on the so side So the other wall. bombs didn't go off. The other bombs did not go off. The way he had the sequence set up was mm-hmm. all four of those were supposed to go off. And then the one on him was supposed to go off. Dude, that dude's playing for a while. Yeah. So, so Slim, I know a very funny joke on it. So, if you think of that, let's save that for after we tell the ghost uh, relation to it. Okay. Because that is fucking hilarious. Right. Sorry. Well, uh, so, anyway, do build up a friction. Yeah. The pipe bomb that was on him went off, but the other four did not go off. See, was he around anyone? So that, anybody that's else divine intervention. Absolutely was. Yeah, well, something made him blow himself up. He would have uh, blown everything else up. Yeah, absolutely. Things man. work out like that. It's well, crazy. he was out back. He didn't have anybody else with him. This guy oh. acted alone. Wow. And uh, MK Ultra mind control, man. When, when it went off, I mean, I was standing on the front porch smoking, uh-huh. and I heard, boom! Wow. And I felt the heat off the blast. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, and I walk around back of the bar, dude, and this guy's just laying on the sidewalk. Wow. With a big fucking hole in his bibbed overalls, blood everywhere, oh. going, help, help. No. Somebody call 911. Did y'all just watch him bleed? No, yeah. a sheriff came up and looked him in the eye and tell him what he said. Oh. Do you okay, feel so the, the police show up. They rope it off. Uh-huh. Okay, so one funny part that happened was they were looking around to see, like, if he had planted any other bombs, like, within the crime scene. Yeah. And they actually found his wiener. This dude blew his wiener <laughs> off. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> was Shut not, the fuck up. Yes. It was I, got his, I got his dick. They he found it on Second Street. Hey, Andy. Hey, it Andy. Was I found his the dick. Dumpster. Oh, man. It was over See, behind the dumpster. That's, that's, that goes to show, man. <laughs> <And> <laughs> They're like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> the cop holds it up like it's a fucking trophy. Oh, my fucking God. And he you goes, found it. Oh, yeah, bro. I watched every this bit the, of it. This is the most classic story. All right, so everyone wants, hey, everyone wants to know, though. Oh, man, everyone wants to know, and I know how big oh. was it. <laughs> how big was it, Slim? It was probably like four inches. Oh, well, you know. four inches. Yeah, <laughs> the dude been like, but man, this cop eight on a good day. This, this cop 
holds it up like it's a fucking trophy. Don't he goes, ju- don't, found his wiener. Don't judge me when I'm blown up. <laughs> and this, this, uh, in the meantime, this dude is laying on the sidewalk, still just going help. Oh, so they had the help. opportunity so he's to give the only his. One that died. No, he could have got his wiener back. They could have gave it back to him before they he died. They couldn't pick him up. He was. A they could have handed him his wiener. Right. Hey, I would have fucking stuck it in his mouth and fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: he blew himself. He blew himself almost in half. Yeah. Oh wow! So they could pictures, not man. pick him up. Yeah, uh-huh. and basically he was laying there on that sidewalk, and he was like, "Aren't you guys gonna help me?" Nah. And they're like, "Brother, we can't fucking move you." They said, "So you better get right with Jesus, cause you're about to die." He said, "You're gonna lay right here and fucking die." Wow. And it wasn't but an, about an hour later that yeah. he had faded away. So fast forward. Hold on, some hippie kid showed up and said, "Do you see what God just did, man?" Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then actually, it was like an hour and thirty-five minutes later. His partner was like, "Dude, uh, did you put that wiener in your pocket?" <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got I home. I got home and emptied my, took off my pants. I still had the fucking wiener that's with fucking me. Put it in a hot dog bun. <laughs> that's, that's put some ketchup on it. That's a fucking China House uh, egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns into a ghost, right? What happened? Yeah. So the guy that blew himself up boom still haunts that place to this day oh uh, he's mad because nobody in, helped him in 2019 uh-huh. my friend so uh, jennifer had a bar that she owned there called pirates corner bar well, that's where you worked yeah. you worked there yes i was the dj at that bar yeah. dj slim right <laughs> spinning all the great records yeah <laughs> Spinning all the hits to make the bitches dance. <laughs> and then listen to the old fucking Don't people. blow yourself up. Listen, listen. <laughs> He's on fire. Listen to all the old fuckers complain that I play too much hip-hop. And then I look at him and go, listen, bitches aren't shaking their ass to Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. <laughs> we want Kanye West in this bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, 2019... Uh, my friend Jennifer looks a lot like um, the guy's girlfriend that was in 2009. Does she kind of um, look like Suzanne Summers? He's wanting to fuck her I with mean, his ghost stick that he doesn't she have. Was a, uh-huh. She was a little skinny blonde. He and, probably still has. He walks around with it. And, and Jen <laughs> was a little skinny blonde. And he thought that the ghost actually thought that Jennifer was his old girlfriend. So he would come back up and do shit just to fuck with her. Hell yeah. And Jennifer told me stories. She had to actually get one of those people that like do the sage cleansing. Is this on Pornhub? No. Oh, so nothing like really No, 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 no. It wasn't like sexual or anything. (laughs) He didn't like bend her over the pool table and fuck her or anything. Oh, so she didn't try to date him or nothing? No, no, no. But he talked to her. Mm -hmm. Right. He talked to her. He apparently talked to her and she heard him talk to her. Ooh. And she had Ooh. a conversation with him oh, one shit. night uh-huh. and let him know that she is not Pam. And he's which dead. was yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. And uh but he would come in and do shit like he'd knock a liquor bottle over. Uh-huh. And like when she bends over, that's when he, would, he throws the dick at her. <laughs> <laughs> He would come in and do shit, dude. It was just fucking stupid. That's like, insane. After the bar closed, uh-huh. oh, man, the weirdest fucking shit would happen. Like, one of us would have a drink on the bar because, you know, we drank after hours. And uh, one of us would have a drink on the bar, and that drink would just take off and start moving down oh, the bar. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking crazy, yeah. dude. That's crazy, dude. That is but, a good story, man. Thanks really for good. thanks for sharing with us, yeah. uh, Dennis. Yeah. Um, like I said, tonight you're spending the best fucking of music and giving us the story being a guest tonight. That's awesome, right. man. Um, you guys are listening to Para Not Normal.
Give us some proof. Witches on my. Witches on my. Witches on my. Witches on my. Witches on my dick, bitches. Is it going to be the name of the segment? This is Witches on my. Oh, Witches on my. Oh, Witches on my. They come in here and it's like, it's not funny. They, they walk right the fuck out. They don't want nothing to do with that. So I guess I'm going to tell a ghost story, too. Um, um, so I'm going to go with this house. This is just one of a lot of stories that I can tell about this house that I lived in in Sadieville. I only lived there for one calendar year. That's a lot of places. There's been a lot of places I've lived at for one calendar year. And then decided what year is this? Um, this was 2017. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing good that came out of this house uh, was that I had Evan Smith come over. Oh, is that where you guys did that song? We were seeing play that. We recorded the entire Backup Beatdowns album in a room there. Mm-hmm. It was just like a little room in there. We uh, shot a few videos. I had uh, Lord Thaddeus came down for the first time, and we uh, kind of mixed, and he did a video for me. Uh-huh. And uh, we kind of started mixing music. That's where... Um, I first got him and told him that he should go along with his cannibalistic death cult idea. Yeah, man. He's a cool dude, man. So he came there and visited. So he was actually here. A lot went on in that year. Um, There was a lot of uh, woods that backed our house. We were like a corner house in this little weird neighborhood that was in this little weird place in in Kentucky here. Um, There were deer. In the mornings, there would be 20 or 30 of them. We'd take pictures and stuff. Another guy, I posted him one morning and be like, look, there's like 50 fucking deers here. And somebody else noticed. They were like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know what he was talking about. And he zoomed in. I started looking at it, and it's a perfect outline uh-huh. of what looks like someone riding in a, like, wagon. Oh, shit. Like, right from the side. Yeah. Like, I mean, too perfect. You're like, what in the fuck? Yeah. So, <clears throat> there was always weird stuff going on, it seems like. With my dogs barking towards stuff, but area. I, I, yeah. I chalked it up to where on the corner of the woods and there were a lot of deer. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't do much. The same house, um, our bedroom. I had a lamp that meant a lot to me that I'd had since I was like ten, and it was this big, heavy, fucking bright yellow lamp with a huge black shade, and um, I thought Brittany was. Brittany was gone. Thought Brittany was in the room because I heard a huge loud crash. Um, I was just on the porch, like front porch, smoking or looking or something. We had a beautiful view. It was up on a hill. And I went in and she wasn't there. She wasn't even home. There wasn't anybody there. Her and Lily were gone. And this lamp was turned up and pulled out of the socket and pulled completely out and turned up on its head and it was destroyed yeah like it was forcefully thrown down at such a force that it shattered like it this was a thick piece of lamp it was shattered into like 60 pieces like it like it crumbled sort of it was un- it was insane Her dad, the same week, this was the exact same week this happened, her dad came over and said that um, we needed a, a washer and dryer. And we were talking about it, we were excited, and that night I had a dream that our house caught on fire and that we uh, we lost everything. And I was like, hey, I don't want us to get this washer and dryer thing. Well, literally the next day our water main breaks this guy comes to fix our water main okay he comes up and he says he's carrying a pipe that looks like it's like old as fuck like it yeah. like it was pulled out of the ground and says i don't have another one of these so i'm gonna have to go get another one and i won't be back until tomorrow okay because he knocks on the door and says that our water main breaks. It, it was so bad, my family left. Okay, uh-huh. Brittany and, and Lily are now staying at her parents so because we don't. Yeah, it's bad. Oh shit. Yeah, so it's going nuts. All right, and this is a ghost story about flooding. Now check this out. So they're go, it's all it's everything. Yeah. Okay. So so this guy goes down. And it, well, like I said, they leave. They're gone because it's getting bad. They just left. This is all the, the 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 lamp breaks. The very next day, the flooding starts. Yeah. They've already left. It's been like an hour and a half. 
since they've been gone and this guy knocks on the back door and he's holding this old pipe and he says i can't do nothing about it because i don't have another one of these i guess i'll be back tomorrow and he le- and then he walks off huh. all right the owner comes like f- i don't know 30 or 40 minutes after that and has a guy with him and they're going down to fix it and i go down and i'm like i thought you guys wasn't going to be back until tomorrow yeah well, the first guy never I, existed. Never existed, dude. That's that's freaky because uh, I had the same thing happen to me in Richmond with flooding and yeah. ghosts. Really? Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, "Holy shit!" That's the first they had no clue who the fuck this first guy was. That's wild, man. He it sounded like he was an old spirit when you were saying what he said. The only thing that looked like he looked like he looked a old. regular person. Yeah. But he looked farmery. Everybody in this place looked farmery. Yeah. You know, so you didn't think anything out of ordinary. Only thing I thought out of the ordinary was why in the fuck does the pipe look like that? Yeah. Why? Why is it so like it looked? He knew that it was gonna bust, and he he was on the property already. All right, check this out. So, the water can't be fixed. They go down there and they literally tell me that we don't think that we can fix what's going the damage that's going on downstairs. Mm -hmm. So you guys probably should you know we're gonna have to figure out the lease. So we leave. All right, the very next day, it catches fire and burns down to the ground. Oh, fucking shit. Completely down to the ground. If you go out there right now, it's completely down to the ground. Completely. And it ended that night, that dude showed up. There's a lot of more really, really... Dude, I heard something. I got scared to death. This is just one more little story. I heard a noise in my little girl's room. I wasn't thinking. I was sleeping or everything. Like, I was... Dude, I was sleeping in, in like the front room. My old lady was working night shift. My girl would be gone like once a week. This night she was gone, but I was sleeping. And when I woke up, I was thinking that she was in there. And I woke up and I ran into her room because it sounded like something was going. Like there was a cry or a scream. Mm-hmm. And I ran. And when I ran into it, I fell straight through the fucking floor with one of my fucking legs. Like went straight to the fucking floor down to the bottom. Like, it was fucking insane. Like, it scared the shit out of me. And then I hurt myself. Mm -hmm. And then I was panicked because, like, I fucking go down ankle deep or almost, like, almost to the middle of my leg, really, down in this fucking house. This house was crazy. It sounds like it. I never met the neighbors. I sometimes wonder if the neighbors were real. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Because they were so old-fashioned. Uh-huh. They were so normal. Wouldn't that be crazy to find out nobody was lived on the whole road for a long time? They fucking come out and would go to church on Sunday. Yeah, that could be like a, a they'd go by. Town. They'd go know. by and they'd just wave like this. And this is Sadieville? Yeah. You can go there. You'll see the house. The house that burnt down that we lived in is, is uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, it sticks out like How a sore thumb. How do you If you want to go uh, 75, it's the very first exit. There's a Sadieville exit that's right there. Um, you know the house where uh, the the road that in between the square and that gas station towards Paris, but not way to the three-way yet? You're oh. still in, if you go out there where yeah, Brittany's parents live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out that way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that way I take you to Sadieville. In three, two, one. It's been a great first show. Oh, yeah. It's been awesome. Slim's asleep. Slim straight out. He's, he conked out on us back here. He knows that there's no more songs playing. The next song is actually going to be uh, uh, something that we've already listened to tonight, correct? No, no. no. no is it going to be something it's brand a, new? It's a paranormal song about aliens. That's why I wanted to play it. Oh, shit. So we have something special to take us out with after this. Yeet. All right, so one more quick story. So I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. 2004. 2004. Say 2004. What month? I I was right around my birthday because I was was leaving. I would hang out with uh, my homies unless Uh it was holidays. So what what month's that? February. February. Yeah, right around February. Right around February 2nd, I'm hanging out in Lexington, Kentucky on 4th Street. 4th Street? 4th Street. We uh, we had an apartment, me and a buddy named Fail. Um, You guys can catch an interview that he did here on Skullface Records Radio, and he's also a participant in Skullface Records Olympiacs. 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 It's going to be, it's, I forgot what I was talking about. 
uh, story of t- 04 Lexington. 04 Lexington fail. That's the reason I forgot about it. We did a lot of drugs. <laughs> that was a place where I got introduced to nitrous. Oh, yeah, nitrous oxide. We would do nitrous and throw uh, uh, condiments, uh, big thick things of condiments towards the hood behind us because we had Smith Street behind <laughs> oh, us. Ho- oh, the hood? Yeah, the hood. hood. <laughs> we had, we had uh, Smith Street behind us, so we, they would rob us and stuff. We had a really cool Dreamcast. They Dreamcast. Would, yeah, they would oh, still yeah. they would steal it from us, and then, and then they try to sell it to I us. Throw oh man! Well, not catch it like pickle jars. I want a fucking I want a fucking Dreamcast. Dreamcasts were fun, wasn't they? I, I mean, I never had one yet. Oh god, they're. I'm fuck. so behind on the time. So yeah, I'm you looking need to, forward to a Dreamcast. Yeah, right dude. If you got a Dreamcast, you would not. Look That's fun. the end of the Sega. It's fun as fuck. Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm it a was. Huge Sega fan, so I'm not trying to went out with a boom too, bro. Too quick. Went out with a boom. Yeah, dude. I had one. I had like had this fishing game. It was a deep sea fishing game i don't even like fucking fishing dude but this was so fucking fun i had the real i had the whole thing uh oh, shout out to dreamcast that's one of my favorite fucking okay. consoles if we go ever. A, little, a little bit before that we got the sega saturn which is yeah. my jam mm, yeah the, the sega saturn was nice man yeah there was yeah. something that came out that was just like it had like a steering wheel mm-hmm. and it, it, it was like it was one of those side segas that nobody had and was I had Sega Rally, or it was something weird. I had I had one friend in Millersburg, Kentucky. Millersburg, man, that's where some of this Valenian stuff is, is recorded. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking. Mil- as soon as you get into the town from Paris, that yeah, road, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like that little split. Yeah, that house right there. Oh, used to be Hammy's dad's. Oh, gotcha. And we recorded um, the Valenian album Hologram Body there from Millersburg, and that was like we were a four piece at that point. So so we're outside, you know, probably huffing uh, uh huffing huffing gas, having <laughs> boxing matches, and throwing stuff into the ghetto. <laughs> this is what you do in Millersburg. No, this is what we did on Fourth Street in Lexington. Oh, okay. This is what you learn to do in Millersburg, and then you yeah. take it to the city, mm-hmm. then you take it to the street. Um, so we're up there, and I'm just walking. There's a, there's a, a big old. Uh, Big old fancy fucking car being chased by the cops. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? So this fucking box, this like cigar box, gets thrown out of the window, oh, and it's shit. got like it's got like one of them fucking uh, like a King James, yeah, or but King Edward, yeah, but it has the little lock thing that's like the uh, the Indian tooth locket thing uh, or whatever that fucking goes in the thing you pull oh, it out. Definitely a drug collection. Yeah, and you found it. Yeah, I seen oh, it go out. God. I seen it thrown. Fuck, yeah. Seen it thrown. Yeah. Pick it up. Take it's off. like... Take off running first? Dude, it's like a thousand. It's like a thousand. I don't even remember. I didn't count. thousand dollars? No. It was a thousand Mexican pop-out Xanaxes. Oh. The big old round fucking bars. Shit. That are like the equivalent the of three bar. No, oh. they were circle. It was it was in fours, and each four was the equivalent of a bar. Oh. These were monsters. They were monsters. Yeah. And then there was like five or six little uh, blue footballs, <laughs> with all these big monsters in there. There was these little, oh, those five shit. little footballs the in there with it. See throw it. No, no, no. So, I get it. I'm going into town. It's my birthday. Damn. It's like the day before my birthday. Find it the day. Find it. Find it the day before my birthday. Yeah. Yep. 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 Find it the day before my birthday. I take it to Paris. Hang out at my grandma's. I had a, a local drug dealer lived right across, like right down the street. I knew him my whole life. He was the first kid I ever smacked in the fucking face with a baseball bat. It was a <laughs> wiffle ball bat, and I was four and he was six, but I knocked the shit out of him. Um, he ended up being a really good friend of mine, and I liked his family a lot too. But um, he was the local drug dealer. He got busted like seven times before he got out of high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it was it was hilarious. But uh, I went to him. I was like, hey, who the fuck would want these? He let me know. He gave me an address. And I went across town. I pull up, man. And to make a long story short, I lost my parents when I was like three years old. When I was young. And this is the house it happened in. It's, it's pouring down storming, okay? Yeah. Storming. Like crazy, crazy raining. Um, I pull up and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was probably like 22 or 23 at the time, so this probably was like 20 years since I even really dwelled on it, and now it's like right in my face, and I got all these fucking drugs. So I'm like, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm also of the age to where now I would dwell back on it, but of that age, I, I was more of a reckless fella and didn't really let shit like get on me like that. So I go in, 
dude opens a knock on the door he he knows i'm coming of course because he's he's hooked me up or the guys told him i'm coming or whatever my dude down the street shout out i call him dicky uh, you guys know dicky out there probably somebody out there's giggling right now me saying that name um he opens the door when he opens the door he falls directly backwards he falls directly backwards so like knock 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 He opens the door, and then he falls straight back. He lays there for nothing more than two or three seconds. And what the fuck? Oh, shit. God, what did I fall? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, are you okay? I was still standing on the porch, kind of. Like, yeah, man, do you need any help? Like, what's wrong? He got everything. No, man, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. So then I walk. Then he tells me he gets up. He tells me to come in. Um, when I come in, as soon as I walk in the door, all the lights go out. What? Everything in the house. To where he yells now, I guess it's some woman that's in the back. Hey, get out of bed or some shit. Uh, get the breaker box or some shit. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're taking care of it. I go in the side room with him, do what I do and leave and that's it um the house that it's in man has been i had a i got a best friend named babo there was there was a crew that i hung out with in paris named babo and steve-o and shit um it was babo steve-o and Jono actually and then there was a goo i think there's two goos there was brothers there was a big goo and a little goo and uh their aunt or something also lived in that house and we were telling ghost stories one night and they were telling a ghost story about the exact same house I'm telling you about on how this bathroom door would continue to open and slam and open and slam and open and slam and open and slam like 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 vigorously. Yeah. And I was like, What are you guys talking about? And they tell me and it was the same house. Oh, shit. I got a lot of weird ass stories about that house too. Uh-huh. Check this out. Where's this restaurant located? All right, now it's the liquor store in Georgetown. Okay. The one that did the drive-through. It's over by Jimmy John's. Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, it used to be Beefo Brady's. Uh-huh. I love Beefo Brady's. Did I miss that place? Oh, you used to eat there? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think anybody ate there. Yeah, well, I ate yeah. there, and I lived in Frankfurt. Loved the one oh, in Frankfurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, Richard worked at that one. Yeah, it was great, too. Uh, Richard Madding. And... Um, so it all started one night. It was just me and this guy named Josh, who's 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 recently passed away, and um, he came out and he's like, "Dude, go go check something out in the bathroom for me." I'm like, "Uh, this is weird." You think it's gonna be a big turd or something? Yeah, it's something's clogged. Like a big leaner. So I'm on my. He lets me go first, and I'm walking towards the bathroom, and all of a sudden I hit this wall of like electricity or something, uh. you know, and I stopped, and all my hair stood up. And I'm like, what the fuck? He was like, okay, I'm just making sure I'm not crazy. Ooh. And I was like, what is it? And we go up to it again and feel it. And he's like, I don't know. So he's like, I'm going to go take a shit. Uh-huh. Keep your eye out. I don't know what's going on. So he, he goes and takes a shit. And I'm standing out in this dark-ass room. And all of a sudden, I hear this, Ooh. this whistle right next what? to me. And then the chair moves. And I'm like, fuck the this. Fuck? So I get out of there, you know. Then, like, we start, uh, we had a bell when the orders were out. Uh-huh. The bell would just ring on its own. Gotcha. Uh, knives were thrown. The fuck? Shit would just fall over. Uh, you always, I mean, and the rumor is that when they were building the building, uh, a construction worker had a wall fall on him. I don't know if that's uh, what it was. It happen. Um, it got so bad that we just got used to it. But this one day, dude, I'm outside. But it's every time you're pooping. Or, like, every time you go to the bathroom, right? What? This was like you would you would no this was in the kitchen like okay. this is constantly fucking with us and so uh, it was out and about yeah and, he was oh. in the daytime too like he didn't care he was moving stuff um, you'd see something in the corner of your eye always but um, I was out in my car like probably reading it I got the Christie book uh-huh. and somebody starts running up to my car I can hear him and feel him and I look up like I'm gonna get robbed I yeah look, I look up to the, my window there's here. nothing there and all of a sudden I hear. And I'm like, oh no, this dude's He's ran out to my home. car. He's man. gonna follow you home. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so I, want, I always wanted to ask uh, 
the liquor store owners there if they ever experienced anything. Yeah, we should. We should maybe call in just ask them out of the blue. <laughs> talk about some beer and then just yeah, say a random question. Random, is there management there by chance? Yeah. We have a we question. Have a serious question. <laughs> this segment is called Illumination Lubrication. Uh, Folks. Nucci! God damn! Shut the fuck up! Okay, here's the lyrics. This is uh, John Frusciante's album, To Record Water for 10 Days. The song's called Going Inside. It was released in 2001. I think that was the same year that uh, he got back with the Chili Peppers, so nothing really went on with this album. I hate to bring up the Chili Peppers because this is coming out of Skullface Records Radio, and we're big Mr. Bungle fans of Skullface Records Radio. And if you know, if you're Mr. Bungle fan, you know you don't bring up the Chili Peppers because there's a huge feud between Mike Patton and Anthony Kiedis. I'm on Mr. Bungle's team. I mean, there's not really much uh, the Chili Peppers has done for me, and Mr. Bungle's one of the greatest bands of all time, so... It's John Frusciante's album. Don't don't cut my show from the broadcasting system, okay? All right, here's the lyrics. Going inside lyrics. Here we go. You ready, motherfuckers? Okay. You, you don't, don't throw, throw your, your life, life away. away. Going, Going inside. inside. You, you get, get to, to know who's watching you and who beside you resides. In your body, where you're, you're slow, where you, you go doesn't, doesn't matter. Because there, there will come a time when time goes out the window. And you will learn to drive out of focus on you. And if anything unfolds, it's supposed to. You don't throw your time away sitting still. I'm in a chain of memories. It's my will. And I had to consult some figures of my past. And you know someone after me will go right back. I'm not telling of you. I've got, got this, this night to unglue. I've, I've moved this fight away by doing things there's no reason to do. Bam. How about that, motherfuckers? That is amazing lyrics. It's an amazing song. Go check out that album. It makes you feel great. Starts off your day. It should be your alarm clock every single day. Okay? Now... Let's get to... Um, so we're going to do... We have several segments we're doing here on Para Not Normal. Um, this is one of the cooler ones too, man. Uh, this is where we're going to be listening to some songs and just reacting to them. Um, so right now we're actually going to play a song um, by... Do you want to introduce the song here, man? Yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, anonymous operatic semi visions. Uh -huh. It's the last track. It's called the pre chamber. Oh, cool! And uh, it was recorded uh, to induce panic, uh -huh. chaos. Uh -huh. And now it's 2020. You know, I wasn't ever gonna release this shit, uh -huh. but I think it's about time. I wanna rock. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> um. We have, uh, we're going to do a cool-ass segment here, man. This is the reaction song segment. Um, Ronnie Kenner's going to take us into this, man. Let us know what's going on. What's this all about, my brother? It's just about some bullshit. Some more bullshit. It's a drum solo. Shit. Okay. Uh, it's a badass drum solo, uh -huh. and it's going to make you go crazy. But hang okay, on. cool. The, the minute and 47 seconds is going to seem like a lifetime. Oh, gotcha. And this is uh, Anonymix? The, this is Anonymix, the pre-chamber. Okay, cool. Reaction time. <gasps> Reaction. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 
fuck, man? Wow. So, dude. Dude. That sounds like some shit, like, if you've ever watched horror movies and, like, you've heard the music of a kill scene yeah. where, like, the villain's getting ready to kill somebody uh-huh. and they're running, like, through the woods and shit, I could totally hear that oh, behind yeah. that. Well, this is what it reminds This is what I was thinking. I was trying to get it within it. First, I was doing thoughts, and then I was like, where is this going to take me? <laughs> so... So, first thought was, man, it sounds fucking great. It's produced great. All the noise is well put. Um, second, it reminded me of Bungle. Yeah. It was such a, it was such a, uh, uh, it was such a, uh, out, it's, an outgo on a, on a Bungle take. It, it sounded great. It's um, like, uh, gang banging your ears. Vagina. Well, third, I heard, I heard several, several cool little beats in there. Like, yeah. several different little spots where I was like, oh, shit. Somehow. And it's real quick and it's brief, but it's like, oh, shit. Well, the original take of that, I put that shit back on MySpace back uh-huh. in the day. It's how old it is. But somehow my recorder saved the original drum fo- uh, tracks for that uh-huh. song, and they were on the memory. I didn't know I was doing back then. I think I just actually saved it. Uh-huh. So I was able to go back in and remix more drums oh, cool. and try <laughs> to bring the craziness down. Yeah. Because it used to be like, a, it was just insane, and then there was a drum solo in the background. But now it's full-on drum solo. So if I was in a video... Mm-hmm. With that, oh, uh, I want the cannibalistic dude to do get you right. that. I want to do this one right here. Like this is the visual, okay? Um, you, um, you're, you're at the the county fair or whatever, <laughs> and you're on that one ride that uh, there's like eight things, and it kind of looks like an apple that's kind of open on one side, mm-hmm. and there's a bar, and you sit three deep, and it spins, and then it's on a track of four that it spins, and then the whole thing spins. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those? You think it's like that? Well, no, 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 no. It's like getting on one of those, and as soon as you get on it and it starts, you realize you got puke. <laughs> okay? And then as soon as you got puke, all the fucking lights go out, and, like, yeah. everything goes black, and then you start seeing, like, um, flashbacks of your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's getting ready to tell you to die, and you're doing the spinning, mm-hmm. and you're, like, you know, have that nauseated feeling as oh, you're yeah. going around we and around and around and around. We should have gave a warning before that. If you're driving, pull uh-huh. over. <laughs> right? It may affect yourself. It may affect yeah. your equilibrium. Your ear vaginas will cream. <laughs> your ear vaginas. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Keep the headphones on. I feel like, um... Here it is. Here it is. I feel like I'm on a ride. Yeah, that's rad. It's kind of bungly to me. A little bit of bungle. Listen to how deep those drums are. Alright, so one more quick story. So, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. 2004. 2004. Say 2004. What, what, what month? I, I would, uh, I, I was right around my birthday. Because I, I was I was leaving, I would hang out with uh, my homies unless uh-huh. it was holidays. So what, what month's that? February. Day. Yeah, right around February. Right around February second, I'm hanging out at Lexington, Kentucky on Fourth Street. Fourth Street. Fourth Street. We uh, we had an apartment. Me and a buddy named Fail. Um, you guys can catch an interview that he's did here on Skullface Records Radio, and he's also a participant in Skullface Records Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> um. It's going to be, it's, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, story of t- 04 Lexington. 04 Lexington fail. That's the reason I forgot about it. We did a lot of drugs. <laughs> that was a place where I got introduced to nitrous. Oh, yeah, nitrous oxide. We would do nitrous and throw uh, uh, condiments, uh, big thick things of condiments towards the hood behind us because we had Smith Street behind <laughs> oh, us. Hood. Oh, the hood? Yeah, the hood hood. <laughs> we had, we had uh, Smith Street behind us, so we, they would rob us and stuff. We had a really cool Dreamcast. They Dreamcast. Would, yeah, they would oh, steal. Yeah. They would steal it from us, and then, and then they try to sell it to us. Throw oh man! Well, not ketchup, like pickle jars. I want a fucking. I want a fucking Dreamcast. Dreamcasts were fun, wasn't they? I, I mean, I never had one yet. Oh god, they're. I'm fun. so behind on the times. Yeah, I'm you looking need to, forward to a Dreamcast. Yeah, right dude. If you got a Dreamcast, you would not. Look That's behind. the end of the Sega. It's fun as fuck. Yeah, and, and yeah, I'm it was. A huge Sega fan, so I'm not trying to. Went out with a boom too, bro. Too quick. So Went I'm, out with a boom. Yeah, dude. I had one. I had like 
they had this fishing game. It was a deep sea fishing game. I don't even like fucking fishing, dude, but this was so fucking fun. I had the reel. I had the whole thing. Uh, oh, shout out to Dreamcast. That's one of my favorite fucking okay. consoles if we go ever. A little, a little bit before that, we got the Sega Saturn, which is yeah. my jam. Mm, yeah, the, the Sega Saturn was nice, man. Yeah. There was yeah. something that came out that was just like, it had like a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was like, it was one of those side Segas that nobody had. And was I had it S- Sega Rally, or it was something weird. I had I had one friend in Millersburg, Millersburg Kentucky. Man, that's where some of this Valenian stuff is, is recorded. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking. Mil- but as soon as you get into the town from Paris, that yeah, road, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like that little split. Yeah, that house right there oh, used to be Hammy's dad's. Oh, gotcha. And we recorded um, the Valenian album Hologram Body there from Millersburg, and that was like we were a four piece at that point. So so we're outside, you know, probably huffing uh. uh Huffing, huffing gas, having boxing <laughs> matches, and throwing stuff into the ghettos. This is what you do in Millersburg. No, this is what we did on 4th Street in Lexington. Oh, okay. This is what you learn to do in Millersburg, and then you yeah. take it to the city. Mm-hmm. Then you take it to the street. Um, so we're up there, and I'm just walking. There's a, there's a, a big old uh, big old fancy fucking car being chased by the cops. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? So this fucking box, this like cigar box, gets thrown out of the window, oh, and it's shit. got like it's got like one of them fucking uh, like a King James, yeah, or but King Edward, yeah, but it has the little lock thing that's like the uh, the Indian tooth locket thing uh, or whatever that fucking goes in the thing. You pull oh, it out, definitely a drug collection. Yeah, and you found it. Yeah, I seen oh, it go out. God. I seen it thrown. Fuck yeah, seen it thrown. Yeah, I pick it up. Take it's off. like take off running for. Dude, it's like a thousand. It's like a thousand. I don't remember. I didn't count. Thousand dollars? No, it was a thousand Mexican pop out Xanaxes. Oh, the big old round fucking bars shit. that are like the equivalent the of three bar. No, oh. they were circle. It was the, it was in fours, and each four was the equivalent of a bar. Oh. These were monstrous. monstrous. They were monstrous. Yeah. And then there was like five or six little. Uh, Blue footballs, with all these big monsters in there. There was these little, there was oh, five shit. little footballs the in there with didn't it. See throw it. No, no, no. So, I get it. I'm going into town. It's my birthday. Damn. It's like the day before my birthday. Find it the day. Find it. Ghosts. Find it the day before my birthday. Yeah. Yep. 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 Find it the day before my birthday. I take it to Paris. Hang out my grandma's. I had a, a local drug dealer lived right across, like right down the street. I knew him my whole life. He was the first kid I ever smacked in the fucking face with a baseball bat. It was a wiffle ball bat, and I was four, and he was six, but I knocked the shit out of him. Um, he ended up being a really good friend of mine, and I liked his family a lot, too. But um, he was the local drug dealer. He got busted like seven times before he got out of high school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, was, it was hilarious. But uh, I went to him. I was like, hey, who the fuck would want these? He let me know. He gave me an address. And I went across town. I pull up, man, and to make a long story short, I lost my parents when I was like three years old. When I was young, and this is the house it happened in. It's it's pouring down, storming, okay, yeah. storming, like crazy, crazy raining. Um, I pull up and I'm like, oh fuck. I was probably like 22 or 23 at the time. So this probably was like 20 years since I even really dwelled on it. And now it's like right in my face and I got all these fucking drugs. So I'm like, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm also of the age to where now I would dwell back on it. But of that age, I, I was more of a reckless fella and didn't really let shit like get on me like that. So I go in, dude opens, I knock on the door. He, he knows I'm coming, of course, because he's, he's hooked me up. Or the guys told him I'm coming or whatever. My dude from down the street. Shout out. I'll call him Dicky. Uh, you guys know Dicky out there probably. Somebody out there is giggling right now when he's saying that name. Um, he opens the door. When he opens the door, he falls directly backwards. He falls directly backwards. So, like, knock, knock, knock. Yeah. He opens the door and then. He falls straight back. He lays there for nothing more than two or three seconds. And what the fuck? Oh, shit. God, what did I fall? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, are you okay? I was still standing on the porch, kind of. Like, yeah, man, do you need any help? Like, what's wrong? He got everything. No, man, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. 
So then I walk, and then he tells me, he gets up. He tells me to come in. Um, when I come in, as soon as I walk in the door, all the lights go out. What? Everything in the house. To where he yells now, I guess it's some woman that's in the back. Hey, get out of bed or some shit. Uh, get the breaker box or some shit. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're taking care of it. I go in the side room with him, do what I do, and leave. And that's it. Um, the house that it's in, man, has been... I had a, I got a best friend named Bobo. There was, there was a crew that I hung out with in Paris named Bobo and Steve-O and shit. Um, it was Bobo, Steve-O, and Jono, actually. And then there was a goo. I think there was two goos. There was brothers. There was a big goo and a little goo. And uh, their aunt or something also lived in that house. And we were telling ghost stories one night, and they were telling a ghost story about the exact same house I'm telling you about on how this bathroom door would continue to open and slam and open and slam and open and slam and open and slam, like, 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 vigorously. Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they told me and it was the same house. Oh, shit. I got a lot of weird-ass stories about that house, too. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, but, man, I guess, we've, I guess we're done, man. I guess that ends the fucking first, first show of Para. Not normal. Not normal. Did you get cold chills? Goosebumps? <laughs> did you guys? Did you, did you believe? Do you believe these ghost stories? <laughs> Are they fake? Are they fiction? I was just fucking with you. Yeah, we don't even give a fuck. We just made all that shit up. We're out, bitches. Later. <laughs> That's funny, man. We're going to take you out, man. Take him out. Tell him what we're going to be listening to or whatever, uh, man. We're going to get the fuck out of here. we got to see you guys on the next episode. This is called... Trans frequency deficiency. Trans frequency deficiency. Boo y'all bitches.
Have you ever heard of a podcast? People listen to them. They subscribe to them. They love them. As a business, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? You can when you hire the pros at Skullface Records Radio. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical people and a killer podcast to spread the word about your business. Getting old biz into new media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with the help of Skullface Records Radio. Get a free estimate by emailing skullfaceradio at gmail.com or call 8 8- Five nine five eight eight six four five six today. Some creepy guy is stalking you in the parking garage at three a.m. But you're not worried because you have a bright for war industries knife strapped to your belt. Don't be a victim in this crazy world. Protect yourself. Carry a knife made by Bright for War Industries. It may save your life. Hi, this is Josh for Bright for War Industries. I'm a professional knife maker with 15 years experience. If you're looking for a unique gift or a high-performance piece of cutlery for the kitchen, the field, or for personal protection, look no further. Look for me on Instagram at Bright for War. Need some t-shirts? Want some merch for your band? Stickers? Whatever you need, let Special Tees hook you up. T-shirts, car decals, and more. Fast, friendly service with a smile. It's just under their mask. Special Tees is now the exclusive provider for Skullface Records Radio t-shirts. Call Brittany the best at 859-588-2165. 859-588-2165. Shipping is available for an extra cost. Special Tees of Cynthia. Would you like to donate money to our cause? Shit ain't free, man! This stuff takes money. Every little bit helps. We can do a commercial for your business. You can make you money, and then we can make money. Want to sponsor a segment or one of our shows? Want to get famous, man? Want to sponsor a show? Multiple mentions, all kinds of publicity. Email us skullfaceradio at gmail.com. Don't forget the social media. Find us on Facebook facebook.com slash groups slash skullfaceradio Records Radio. This is Goosey from Goosey's Goodies. Are you looking for some goodies for your next party or event? Be sure to find me on Facebook so I can make you some custom baked goods. You can bet your sweet ass when I'm in the kitchen baking, I'm listening to Skullface Records Radio. Mention Skullface Records when placing your order and receive special discounts. Find Goosey's Goodies on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Goosey's Goodies 1. Don't forget the apostrophe. There is no apostrophe. Your short name is Goosey's Goodies 1. Live out your dream to be a superstar under the lights. Always the best crowd and crew in Lexington. Survivor's Karaoke Bar, 161 East Reynolds Road. Remember to tip your bartenders. You'll find Mama Nancy, Will, and the captain behind the bar. Always serving up the best drink. We got Brian, Bobby G, and DJ Hi-Fi in the booth. Just ripping it in karaoke. Survivor's. Survivor's. Survivors. Survivors. The best in karaoke in Lexington. Karaoke starts at 9 o'clock. Mitch's Skullface Records on Friday nights for drink specials. Survivors. 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 Survivors is on a mission to have the best and safest karaoke bar in Lexington. We ask all our patrons to practice social distancing and please wear your mask. Temperature taken upon entry. Survivors. 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 161 East Reynolds Road, Lexington, Kentucky.